Hello, welcome to We Start With Movies, the movie podcast where we talk about a movie uh, picked by our special guest, and we allow any tangents that come up to live their full cycle. Uh, I'm Augie. With me, as always, is my co-host, Logan. Hello. What's up, Augie? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Uh, it's a beautiful Tuesday night at 9.30. Yeah, it's pretty late. Last time we did this during the morning, but this time we had an open schedule with our guest here, Aaron. Aaron, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hey, uh, it's Aaron Burnett here. I was, uh, you know, invited onto the show for the second, um, uh, you know, production of this podcast. So I'm pretty excited to talk about the movie with you guys. And yeah, you know what? Is... It's actually Wednesday. <laughs> and what day did you say it was? I said it was, it was Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, I was thinking but about that for a but second. But it's actually Wednesday. Yeah, it That's awesome. Wednesday. means the week is almost over. Yeah, we're halfway through it. And I got to say, this is quite the production we have here. Aaron, do you like these uh, foam pads that are across the room here? Yeah, um, it was super interesting when we walked in, and you can almost tell like a like a uh, like an air pressure change just because the the, air, the sound isn't bouncing off the walls, so it's like kind of weird. Yeah. We are in a sound filtered prison. Yes, there is music playing outside, so sorry if that is playing, but uh, we'll get on with the show though. What is the movie this week, Augie? You want to take that away? First, I'll I'll let our special guest describe what movie it is, but I'll detail how we got here. Oh, our, I'm excited. Our for this. first <laughs> guest of the show last week in our inaugural sh- in our inaugural show was Stefan, and he picked Caddyshack. The way we're doing we're, the way we're doing this podcast is the next guest gets to pick any movie that features one of the actors or actresses from the previous podcast's episode. So Bill Murray is one of the most important characters in Caddyshack. He plays Carl Spackler. So Aaron took that and ran with it, and he picked... I chose Get Smart. So in Get Smart, um, he plays as... Uh, Agent 13. Yeah. Agent 13. Small so he's, role. Yeah, small very, role. very small role. He's, he's only in it for about he's, probably like 30 seconds. I timed it. He's actually in it for 48 seconds and <laughs> 48.3 seconds. So A it lot is, less It's time. very brief, and you never, you never even see his neck. Because no. he's hiding in a tree. Yeah. Just his face. We don't even know if that was actually Bill Murray or just it, a I guess it could have been a hologram. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it could have been. Yeah, so uh, I thought that Aaron was going to go in a completely di- different direction here. I didn't think he was going to choose it, but that's kind of the fun of it, though. Even if an actor just has a small cameo or small role in a different film, it's as acceptable. long as they are in the film. They don't have to be a lead actor or actress or anything like that. Except... Uh, there is a secondary clause to that rule. Uh, we are oh, not letting yes. people pick movies where the actors play themselves in a cameo. Yeah, so Zombieland, not, not a choice for this one. Yeah. Aaron almost Because he's one. Bill Murray in, yeah. in Zombieland. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if we ever get to a Marvel movie, we'll, we will never do Stan Lee. Yeah, you know? it won't count. Okay, so um, Aaron, do you want to start off with why you chose Get Smart? I was a little surprised by this. What was the reason? Yeah, so I originally had thought of something maybe like like Groundhog Day or Ghostbusters, like some like pretty like well-known like Bill Murray roles. Um, but I was thinking, like, I had remembered, I don't know why I remembered this, but I remembered that he was in Get Smart. And, um, like, I knew that, like, Get Smart had, like, a couple, like, like pretty well-known actors in it as well because you have um, you have Steve Carell of course and then you have The Rock and Anne Hathaway and a couple others. But oh, it's um, going to be a great movie. This you, you really if if this was if this podcast was a game of volleyball, you would have just given an excellent set. Yes, yes, and and yeah. you know prepare for a good return on the volley. Yeah, there, there's a lot of great actors in this uh, film also, and and you could and Aaron could have gone in any direction with uh, last week's uh, film because there was a lot of great actors in that one too, but. 
get smart though. Um, let's just get let's just get started with it. What are you guys' thoughts? I'm a fa- I'm a, a total fan of this movie. Um, I'll never forget the first time I saw it. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Oh yeah, don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> yeah, <now>. but <laughs> I think it is so funny. I think it's so classic Steve Carell. Um, you know, this new Steve Carell that's in like all these like serious dramas is. Not the Steve Carell that I yeah, grew up quite with. Quite the career change. Yeah. Like, when Get Smart character came out. Yeah. When Get Smart, yeah, in real life. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Carell's had a great, great character realm in real life, choosing his roles. But yeah, when this movie came out, uh, he was only known for his comedic roles, kind of. Yeah. He was, he was like the biggest, baddest mofo on The Office at, yeah. at this height. Yeah. I was going to ask you guys, do you think this, this was peak Steve Carell uh, popularity when this film came out? Um, I guess we'd have to look at what season of The Office was current, season they were three, currently on. Is that what they it, were on? It started in 2005. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I think that peak Steve Carell's probably like 2010, 11 then. Yeah, okay. I would agree. Because he, he did Crazy like a bunch of, love. but he also did a bunch of like um animation, like voice acting. Despicable Me, yes. Mm. Oh yeah, that was yeah. big for him. That was 2010. Date Night yeah. was big for him. Oh, that's who you were thinking. Aaron thought that Tina Fey was in Kids Smart, but that was a date yeah, night, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That okay. was a funny one. I enjoyed that one. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's I think... not the movie, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I'm not going to talk I'm not allowed to talk about it anymore. That's rule three. No, I, I think that, that Get Smart is just an all-around, fun, action-packed, silly spy movie. It, it reminds me a lot of watching, like, Austin Powers, um, The Naked Gun. Uh, yes, yeah. A little bit of, like, you know, Fletch. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Who, what are what are some other like comedy spy movies? I was thinking that, that come to mind for you. Kind of like MacGruber. Yeah. Gruber, yeah. That yeah. One too. Yeah. Um, I just forgot what I was gonna say. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely within that spy kind of yeah joke uh, make like parody spy movie mm-hmm. type of genre. Um, and and we figured this out tonight when we watched it. We didn't know that. Uh, the original series, Get Smart, from the 60s, was created by Mel Brooks. Yeah, I didn't know that He's a comedy legend. I mean, he's made so many great films. Uh, but he started off with, with this in the 60s, though. So that, that kinda, that's kind of fun that they like rebooted this uh, film for a more modern audience. The action's pretty good, actually. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah, it is. There, and there is some good action scenes. You know, they... Suspend your disbelief a yeah. little bit, so to speak. Oh. But um, <laughs> he's getting ahead of himself. But it's <laughs> nice. It's nice to see Steve Carell out there kicking some bad guy ass. Yeah, you know the thing that the thing that I liked is I kind of highlighted like just how like kind of like weak he was, and yeah, and yeah. there were all these kind of uh, um, almost like not like forced comedy, but just like really small comedic parts. Just like the, they kind of like yeah, he, reflected back on like back and forth in the yeah he the it, they played into Steve. Carell's ability to to deliver the lines in mm-hmm. the kind of a deadpan serious way, yeah. But the, it's like a stupid line though. That I think that like yeah, yeah, I think that's what you mean like with how he just kind of says something and he does like a, a, a weak thing or stupid thing and you're like okay all right that's and he he yeah. kind of just like says it, but it's just like so like kind of like out of the moment. It's just like oh yeah, that's yeah. kind of funny. One scene I think where it's that's particularly painful is the scene when he lose, he briefly loses his hearing from the paintball match. <laughs> and like oh, he says okay. a couple of dumb things there, and I'm like, eh, it's yeah. not really my cup of tea. Oh, like the, the phone thing? Like, are you going to pick that up? Yeah. I, I, I yeah, actually I thought that was Let funny. me wait for you while you answer that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, I kind of agree with that. Yeah, like so, almost forced. But he, ha- he, he has like a sort of like little um, 
like a little twinge in his voice when he like says something. It's almost like kind of drawn out. Yeah, it's like uh, well, absolutely, absolutely not. Well, let me wait for you while you answer that. It's yeah. like a, a little. <laughs> yeah. So. So what's our first segment? Yeah. So I think that's the our initial thoughts on the movie. We'll get into the segments. We'll dive into the uh, content of the movie and uh, jokes. Obviously, this is another comedy like Caddyshack. So we're gonna get into those a lot. Our first segment is where. Uh, no, sorry. The first segment is uh, when we. When was the first time I saw this film? I saw this film in the theaters when it came out, and I remember I just about pissed my pants at the scene when Steve Carell was talking about how his fitness wasn't in line the last <laughs> seven times he took the agent exam, and the music was playing. He was really like fat. Like I was in the and montage. In that, yeah, he was really fat and in that sweatsuit yeah, doing the okay. zip line. And I remember like sitting there with my brother in the movie theater, and I almost you know wet my jockeys. It was mm-hmm. so f- it was so funny. Um, and I remember telling like everyone about it. Actually, I might have even no two. I don't think I had a Facebook in two thousand eight. I think I'm thinking of another movie that I gave like a movie <laughs> review of on my Facebook oh, in really? seventh grade. Oh yeah, when we when we posted when I statuses felt, on Facebook. Yeah, when I thought people really wanted to see like my opinion on yeah. actual things. Did you or, like, do that? Was so then you decided happening? to make a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well <Okay>. said, <laughs> listeners. If you have complaints about Augie saying and like him off the show, write in please. Uh, Aaron, how about you? Um, what was, it, what was the first time you saw this film? You know, I don't actually know. But actually, I've I've seen the movie probably probably upwards of ten times. So I think oh, that, okay. I think that so you've seen it a lot then. I've yeah, seen I, I've seen it a lot. I haven't watched it in a while, but when I was younger, I used to watch it a lot. Ab, I'm ab, I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same boat, holding holding the steering wheel for you. Oh, thank you. I, <laughs> you got the yeah, captain. I'm, I'm the first mate. Augie's got ten, and, and Aaron's got, <laughs> got two, two o'clock. Yeah, yeah. because this, this was one of those up. movies that I remember. After, like, it came out, like, on DVD. Remember when movies used to come out on DVD? And it was, like, the, oh, yeah. you, would, you would see commercials. I mean, they still come out on DVD. I know, but you would no, see commercials. No, but it was big, when it, though. Yeah, it, there were commercials where it's, like, get smart on DVD. Uh, own it on Blu-ray Blu-ray. Yeah, it was that one yeah, bumper yeah. right uh-huh. before the trailer Now they're started. pushing, like, a lot of, like, digital stuff. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. like That's when, like, Blockbuster was still a thing. Like, you could still, like, go rent a oh, movie. Oh, yeah, those yeah. were the days. Well, but, we, um, my family purchased DVDs a lot in the yeah. 2000s. But mm-hmm. the 2010s, like, since yeah, streaming and digital became more common, we don't own nearly as many oh, DVDs. My, my dad has so many Blu-rays. Like, he just... Oh, really? Like, he, he refuses to watch regular DVDs. Oh, yeah, he loves Blu-rays that much. Yeah, your I've parents never, do own a lot I've of I've never Blu-rays. really been able to tell the difference. Truthfully. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what I've, yeah, what I've actually know. noticed the biggest difference of, and I know this is going to sound strange, but... Watching a movie in surround sound that's like Technicolor, I think, is like way better than like new movies. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think there's definitely a um, th- the quality is not that much different. I don't know. I will say for older movies, you can tell the difference. Like we watched, so we got okay, my, my yeah. dad. He ordered Jaws on Amazon oh, on Blu-ray, nice. and it oh. looks. Just phenomenal. There we go, like, talking really? about Jaws again. Yeah. Classic. Did you, did you guys talk about Jaws? A little bit. Yeah, there's that scene in Caddyshack, the, yeah. the baby Ruth scene. Yeah. Mm. I, I do not remember the first time I saw this, but I've only seen the film two times now. This was the second time watching it again in preparation for this episode. 
Uh, I was younger. I think I was probably around the same age as you guys when we saw it um, well, about, I, about 10 years ago. You would have to be. I mean, it was... No, I mean, like, versus, like, if I saw it for the oh. first time this oh, year. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, tonight. Yeah. No, no. I mean, tonight you were I know we're all the same age, but, like, when we first saw it. And here's here's the truth. I, I don't love this movie. I don't think it's that <gasps> funny. I know. Hold on. Let me push, push the, the uh, shocked and gasping audience button. <gasps> we'll add in we'll add in some audio after. <laughs> I don't want to edit that. Um, yeah, I I thought the movie was all right when I was uh, younger, but I didn't think it was really funny. And mm-hmm. I I do say that I got to say that I probably thought it was worse than I remember when we rewatched it. But it, there's some funny parts, and I think there's some good action, and and I think every actor sells the movie really well. I think Anne Hathaway does a really good job with her with her agent. 99 character but mm-hmm. I, I just don't love this movie I mean I don't know like maybe you guys should try to convince me I think for me it's more of like a light hearted comedy and like yeah. it's it's not like it's not like trying to like force comedy down your throat it's not like we're not supposed to talk about like other movies on here right no we no, can't, can't. Yeah, okay. yeah, we I was thinking <laughs> okay I was thinking like like Ted which is like strictly comedy like we we had talked about Ted earlier like before yeah. we started the podcast that's like really shoving comedy in your face and this is, like, it's kind of, like, a nice balance between, like, silly, stupid comedy and, like, okay action. It's got some drama also. And, yeah. And some, some, some genuine action, yep. actually. Um, the action's pretty, it's pretty well done, as I said yeah. earlier. Especially that skydiving scene. Uh, that yeah, was pretty that cool. cool. I was reading the trivia on that, and it said that uh, there was, a- like, the actual stunts uh, skydivers over four weeks did 70 jumps and Holy they filmed smokes, that. Geez. Yeah, so I don't know how they, like, I think they use green screen to, like, yeah. superimpose then, uh, the actors' faces on them, but, yeah, but also, but like, all they the have, action, like, so much, they have so much film from, like, 70 jumps. That, yeah, 70 jumps. Yeah. That's crazy. I thought, like, it said seven. They're like, like oh, let's okay. change, let's, they're like, let's change it to a skydiving movie. <laughs> yeah, seriously, that's so many just for one scene. And, and I mean, it, it really looks real. It does actually yeah. look pretty real. Mm-hmm. And I, that's, that's one of the strengths of the movie. Um, but, but but it's the perfect amount of jumps because I think the actual statistic is uh, one in every seventy five skydiving jumps results in a deathly accident. accident. Yeah. Well, Fatal. I oh I thought you were gonna say so that. They, so they that was the perfect amount of attempts. I thought you were gonna I, say that if you did like seventy five jumps in four weeks, like if they just did five more, they just would have died like right when they jumped <laughs> out of the last jump. Yeah, your body can only handle being thrown from a plane so much. The G's Pro- yeah. probability is definite for sure. Would yeah. you guys go skydiving? I would do one of those. That was Aaron. That was Aaron. Oh yeah, that was that was my groan. Yeah, that was not a mouse running across the floor. <laughs> um, I would do one of the indoor ones for sure. I've always wanted to do that too, but I've heard it's a little bit of a ripoff. I heard that like yeah. you pay for an hour and they spend like forty five minutes like teaching you bullshit, and what then a like scam. you're like then you and get then the fifteen like minutes kind of to like do fan. your own like little circles. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll let I'll let Logan like talk about like his sky like how he would prefer like a skydiving, but I have another. I have a comment on like. Oh yeah, go ahead. One. Yeah, okay. go ahead. Yeah. So Please. what I was thinking was like, have you ever seen um, they'll like bring people up in airplanes, and then oh. they like they like di- they descend and really while fast, you're in the airplane, and then you it's get like kind of zero of the, zero gravity yeah. or whatever. I would do that. I would do that too. That would be oh, cool because you're in a okay. you're in a plane. Yeah, yeah I know what you're like, about, yeah. Actually, skydiving, it's like, oh yeah, you have the carabiner which like can hold like three hundred pounds or whatever the hell oh. it is. Yeah, I've like, seen the carabiner. So you think you think I'm gonna trust? Uh uh. You think I'm gonna trust that to keep my ass in the air? Uh uh. Nope. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I would like to try skydiving, but I think, the, and I think that this is pretty standard. I think I would have a really hard time, like, jumping out of a plane. That would be the hardest part. Kind of like when you go, like, cliff jumping and you're, like, Yes. You know, like, yeah. like taking yeah. the jump is yeah, the, dude. Take, it's only taking the metaphorical leap. Yeah, like an like an average cliff jump, like that's not like actually like huge, and it's not like you know only ten or twenty feet. Is you know forty feet's a good height. Oh yeah, it it seems so much higher when you're up there. When you look at someone, you think, oh yeah, that's nothing, and then mm-hmm. you you're up there and you look at the water, especially yeah. when the water's dark. It's like oh that that looks like concrete. Yeah. Just, <laughs> like, you can't see anything. But also, it, it happens like so fast that like you because like you pick up so much speed in that little bit of time and then like when you're skydiving then that's just that is an incredible amount of speed just like you i mean i don't even think you hit like terminal velocity Augie, you say you wouldn't jump immediately i just know that like it like i would have to like probably close my eyes like really psych myself up for like a brief second to make that jump because like you're it's like your body is like mm-hmm. clenching almost. like people it's a natural yeah. reaction people will like grab the sides and like that's why they always say they, like they go flipping. they go on two like they'll be like yeah all right we're going Throw all right we'll, we'll go on three all right ready one two and then they go like that way you don't have someone like grabbing it because then it like causes like a safety yeah hazard. do you guys do you guys know anyone my uncle uh, is like this i don't know if you guys know anyone like this but he whenever he, he's scared of heights but whenever he's on like a really high floor he has an urge to jump. Like, yeah. I, like if he's, like, outside, like, he can't, like, stand on, like, a balcony in, like, a skyscraper or hotel building or office building. That's really? That's a, that's a normal thing. I've heard of that Yeah, before. like, he has an urge to jump. So, like, I don't know if that I've is the opposite. That. That's strange. I don't know if that's the opposite. Like, maybe, like, you're so high and you're like, I just oh, got to get out. I just got to get out. Huh. I don't know. See, um, that reminds me of, there's a scene and I think it's, like, the fourth Pirates of the Caribbean, and <laughs> he's really like grasping down. He's like he's like <laughs> you are you a really committed fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, but he's like standing on a cliff. He's like, do you ever get that feeling when you're standing really high up? Sudden urge to jump. No, I don't have it. And he like he, he like can't <laughs> yeah. jump off. Isn't that where they threw his? Throw yeah, his they th- they throw the doll. voodoo doll. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've never been like a big this. fan of Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean. You know, I have a um, I have a fun fact for you guys about this uh, movie. Um, I noticed on the screen um, when they were doing the opening credits, they were like all the actors and actresses that are in. And I was like, wow, there's some like big names. And when they said music by um, the person that did the music for this movie is Trevor Rabin. Do you, either of you know who he is? No, can you enlighten us? No. Yes, I will. Um, ha, it's Aaron funny because that's what head. I'm about to say. So uh, he he does like a lot of major film scores. Um, some of his other big ones are. Uh, Armageddon. He did the film score for Armageddon. Okay, yeah, that's um, a great one, actually. Yeah, also Kangaroo Jack. Not a great one. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he used to be, for a brief period in the 80s, um, he was the lead singer and lead guitarist of Yes, uh, the band that I like that does you know the Roundabout song. Oh, He's okay. the one that wrote this phase of Yes, they wrote Owner of a Lonely Heart, kind of like the most like popular song besides like Roundabouts. So. so are you going to huh. sing that in karaoke tonight, Augie? Oh, that's a great idea. Maybe I will. That's right. that. I'd have to like kind of crank my voice up for that one. So maybe I'll have like Jesse or Carrie. Well, we are we are turn it down a little bit. We are uh, practicing our vocal. Uh, uh, practice. We're like we're practicing we're, our vocal cords. Yeah, our, yeah, our just vocal right synopses yeah. are flying. <laughs> I don't know the t- correct terminology. Aaron, do you know I don't it either, as, yeah. as a almost not really linguistics major? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like not really it, science. Aren't your vocal like, cords? Hey, hey. Aren't your vocal cords just like a couple like rubber bands like flopping around? <laughs> yeah, there, and basically? like like uh, your uvula actually hits against it, and that's what causes My, yeah, yeah. that's what causes sound in your throat. <laughs> that's a weird. Uh, oh, it's like a little drum. Yeah, 
no. That's not actually what happens. That's total <laughs> bullshit. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Just I mean, like you're, last you, week. It, it's like it's a muscle, so like you have to warm it up. Yeah, that's, like that's singers, warm up. Singers, <laughs> that's singers the word. Yeah. I heard that you're. I heard that like when you're warming up to sing, you should not drink milk. Probably not. But can, honey, we, can, can you can you in, insert a sound button here? That quote from Anchorman. Milk was a bad choice. Milk oh, was yes, a bad yeah. choice. Well, you, no, you just did it. So well, I think anyway. actually, do you want to know why? I would. It coats it and makes you like all a little groggy so, and stuff. So kind of. So bad. Kind of like trying bacteria. to play the drums it if they were wet. So it. Yes, kind of. So bacteria actually um, feeds on lactose. Which causes the bacteria to grow more, and then it. No, I'm just kidding. That's, that actually does happen, but so I don't like, think wait, that's actually. So it's what like cheese it. is being uh, wait, made. I think yeah, exactly. Augie just missed something. Aaron snapped for the second time in the show so far. Really? Will there be a third snap? <laughs> now All that right. you pointed it out, now I'm not going to do Aaron it. Just did yeah. it again. No, that was you, Augie. <laughs> All right, there we go. Just like that's last week, snaps. how Stefan was our golf expert. Aaron is our science expert. I am. Yes. I am Mr. Science. <laughs> Aaron's the poor man's science expert. Bill Nye, the science guy on the show today. Yeah, as long as our guest knows more about something than we do they're an expert <laughs> <laughs> even if it's very marginal <laughs> yeah. all right let me see what other qu- what other little snippets of well actually did I have we can get to the next segment here sure let it rip the weird slash best slash i wanted to talk about this quote award ah okay i know what mine would be yeah go ahead then all right. Um, the scene when Steve Carell, agent, what what agent number is he again? Eighty six. Yeah, eighty six. Can we just for a quick second before I get into the quote, and it'll give you guys a second to think of one too. Can we talk about how the agent numbers make literally no sense? Yeah. It like yeah. First of all, how many agents are there? Because there's eight. Agent ninety nine is Anne Hathaway. That's the highest number they is say. That, yeah, that's the highest number they say. But is are it? there triple digit ones? I don't know. I think that was the point, right? I mean, She's 99. Also, did they get into, like, but letters? Maybe Roman numerals? Maybe it's, like, codenamed Kids Next Door. Who knows? Oh, but, but, what I'm wondering, about that. but what I'm wondering is, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is what? Like, 13? 23. He's 23. 23. Anne Hathaway is 99. Steve Carell is 86. So putting him, if if 99 is the best, they're putting him awfully high. Well, like well it doesn't above. necessarily need to be the best. Yeah, I think it's they replace someone. So yeah, I think like, like Bill uh, Murray's character yeah. is 13. So. so do you think that the numbers have are pretty much arbitrary then? Yeah. In terms of like who's the best agent? I think the screenwriters uh, for the We're original just pick show just pick numbers also, that sound good. Also, it's like pop- popularity of numbers because like 86 would not necessarily be like a popular number. Yeah. But like Oh, we're getting into the if you, now. So it would be if you were an NFL wide receiver. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Can you think of any famous 86s? I can't think Gronk? of any 86s. Gronk's Is 87. He? He's 87. Uh, he's 87. Yeah. Yeah, that's close. <laughs> See, I that's the thing. It's like 23 is Michael Jordan. Yeah, but the um, show is written in this. Oh, well, we don't know if they use the agent names from the original Yeah, I'm show, not quite though. sure. We did not do yeah. our research or, that or much. We don't have an order. expert in Get Smart, the TV series. And we then, don't. And then 99, just because like, it's a Technically, you would be the expert because you know the most about it, even though you know very, very little. Yeah, but that's like, true. Okay. Marginally more than him and Thank definitely you. a lot more than I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I, I got a quote here. Uh, so wait, Augie, what was your quote again? Did you say oh, it? Oh, I haven't no. said it yet. Okay. So I haven't said it yet. Why don't you start? All right, so my quote, mine was kind of, oh, this one I thought was kind of funny, but I don't know, it's, it, it came at a weird time, and I, I think it, like, it wasn't necessary, was when uh, they 
they're on the plane, and Agent 86, Steve Carell, says to Agent 99, your eggs could dry up and fall out of your uterus. <laughs> I think that's a quote without any context is so confusing. <laughs> Just like how I dropped it. <laughs> yeah, definitely confusing. Mine would be um, the scene when Steve Carell is being detained in the control prison, mm-hmm. and they come in. The guards come in and give him the blanket, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, great, the itchy kind." And he's like, "Does this one also have smallpox?" Yeah, and then he like starts to wring it out, and he's like, "That is a human tooth." There's something like jingles on the floor. Yeah, but we, it, I love it because it's weird, but it's also relatable. We've all been to that one kid's house for a sleepover when we were younger, and the only blanket he had left for you was, like, the really fucking itchy one. Oh, it doesn't even, like, bring you a blanket. It's like a towel. Yeah. Oh, my God. I used to hate <laughs> oh, that well, so much. Augie, you're a huge fan of Terry Cloth, though, so I would, you really, Terry would you Cloth really fan. be disappointed if someone gave you a towel to sleep with? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> if I could use a towel for a pillow and a blanket, sign me up. Uh, would you a, would you socially drape yourself in terry cloth if it was uh, if I could have acceptable? A, if I could have a terry cloth jumpsuit, I would I would wear it. That sounds absolutely awful. It sounds <laughs> absolutely comfortable. I could see what Augie wearing. It, I could think about get, it. think about getting out of the pool and putting on some nice elastic waistband <laughs> terry cloth. It's gonna sweat soak. Up, it's gonna soak up the water and then it's just gonna sit there like a towel. It's <laughs> like a towel. <laughs> but you're wet. It'd be the, but it'd be the same thing as using like a bathing towel okay. at the swimsuit. Okay, but or at not at the swimsuit at the, <laughs> at the swimming pool. Okay, but when you use a towel at the swimming pool, you dry yourself off and then you and then you put on you put the towel clothes. down and yes, you put but, on other clothes. But there, but because it's being made into clothes, there's special moisture wicking capabilities. <laughs> wicking. So it, yeah. So it. <laughs> Nice so it, it it can't absorb it and off. wick. It dries you off and then it wicks and then you take it off after you're dry and you you know hit the shower. Wait, and go Augie, home. Aaron is the science expert. Uh, yeah, that's not I how guess that he's works. the science expert. <laughs> no, no. This is like this I'm is sorry, like your whole I'm basing, thing. I'm basing my I'm basing my opinions too much on my religious beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> this hey, is like you and your your paper towel shirts, Augie and I. Paper towel shirts <laughs> no, would be an awesome no, idea. Hey, hey, you guys are getting loud. This is getting heated right So just. Final comment on that. We watch um, TV shows sometimes on Hulu, and they show the same ad where there's uh, there's this woman who's, like, advertising a um, paper towel T-shirt. And every time that, that commercial comes up, Augie's like, oh, that's a great idea because he's notorious for wiping his mouth and everything <laughs> else on his shirt. Like, when he's cooking, I, I when he gets listeners. some sauce on his I hands. I have specific shirts for, like, when I, like, need a napkin. And yesterday night when I went to the movies with... Um, Annie, I the, I walked up and I was like, hi, could I have a large popcorn? The lady's like, do you want butter? And I was like, uh, yeah, I'll have some butter. I'm wearing my napkin shirt. And she didn't <laughs> think it was funny at all. Yeah, because I'm sure you're not the only jackass that goes in and says <laughs> stuff like that. I don't know. I mean, if, if someone saw Augie out <laughs> just and he's just wiping his hands, his dirty-ass hands. Wiping, I don't his, wiping his hands from the popcorn that he finds in the in aisles public, at yeah. the movie theater. I don't do it in public. You just said you did. I mean, it was dark. In well, I was, you do it in public. No, I was in the privacy of a movie theater. <laughs> privacy. Yes. Yeah, when the lights turn on and everyone's leaving, yeah, that's still private. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aaron, how about you? Do you have any you're critiquing my. <laughs> you're critiquing my social habits too much. Yeah, let's get back to the movie. Um, I really like the part where um, he asks the girl to dance, and then um, they like start talking, and he's like, 
He's like, I recently just lost 150 pounds. And then I can't even say it without giggling. He's like, I, re- I recently just lost 150 pounds. She's like, me too. And she's like still huge. She's, yeah. And she's yeah, like she's talking about how much girl. more energy she has. <laughs> she was that, a big girl, but I was a fan of that. That yeah. was I did like that scene. That's a fun scene. I yeah, think it a is little a dance off one. between it's a little rival rivalry between uh, Agent 99 and 86. Uh-huh. And, and they're dancing with their respective partners. And, and 99's with the Russian guy. Who's got killer hair. Yeah, you Okay, I think you want hair like him. I, I do. Yeah. I do. I've been trying to do that kind of thing for a while. It's kind of short right now. You're gonna grow it out. Maybe we'll see. We'll yeah, see yeah. which way get the wind some, blows. Get some lettuce in the back. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a little but more. But I um I like also the scene when um Alan Arkin, uh, who's the chief of control, is trying to say that guy, the Russian guy's name, Vladimir, what's uh, it? Vladimir Kristic, and he's like. And Steve Carell keeps like correcting him, and he just keeps yeah. mumbling what the name is. <laughs> <laughs> I like that part too. Okay, so I have to ask you guys. Uh, we didn't talk about all the actors, and I wanted to talk about The Rock for a second. So, ah. so this 2008, The Rock. Still has not, hair. Yeah, still has, still has hair. hair. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was asking you guys that. Does he look weird with hair? Did, wait, did you guys? Honestly, it I looked kind of fake. Didn't, I didn't notice it until you guys brought it up, and then it kind of looks like a helmet. Yeah, it, yeah. I was like, he looks way better bald. It's yeah, kind of who's that guy? Is it Star Trek that has like the metal thing? Oh, that's the data. Uh, uh, data. No, no, that no. Sorry, it's it not data. That's like, from Star Trek. We're, you're thinking of Lobo from Star Wars Episode Five: Empire Strikes Back. That's what you're thinking. No, like, oh, you are. Yeah. Wow. Star Wars. Wow. You pulled that out of your ass. Yeah, he because he because Lando activates him and then. He like starts yeah. walking around Cloud City. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I thought that the hair kind of looked like that, like it was like some like data transfer. Also, it kind of looked like it was just like Sharpie, like stenciled. Yeah, it looked like a Lego hair piece to me. It like did. someone it had totally just did. like set so it on top totally of his head. totally the buff Lego guy, the Rock with his hair. Yeah. <laughs> Would you say the Rock <laughs> is our generation's Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, I think I don't yes. think he's as prolific, and I don't think he makes as good of movies. But if you had to choose someone. That it would be The Rock. Yeah. Okay, I said yes, but also, like, you're kind of just basing it off of the fact that he was, like, this, like, big... He's just, like, a big guy who also does, like, big acting guy. roles. Yeah. He's in a shit ton of movies. Yeah. He's people in wanted, action. People wanted The Rock to run for, like, some political office a couple of years ago. Yeah. Not, like, what the jump that Arnold made. He's yeah. actually he's actually done a lot of different things. So, like, he was on, yeah. he was on WWE... Um, yeah. Which is, like, well, he's probably a football what, player what he's most well-known for. Yeah, yeah, he was a football player in Miami. <laughs> Yeah, he was a, I think he was like a defensive tackle or something. But um, yeah. Speaking of football players, there's a couple of football players in this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You have The you have the Rock, who yep. played football. Dwayne Johnson, if, if you were not For those that up. are unwoke. Um, <laughs> no, you also have uh, Terry Crews, who played in the NFL for a little bit, too. Yep. Oh, and <laughs> this, is a, this is a weird one. And Bill Anne Hathaway. <laughs> no, <laughs> no Bill Romanowski. That's right, yeah. Yeah, because do you know why I figured out he and um, the big Kali, that's his name, right? The, the yeah, really he's, big, he's also he was a WWE wrestler, guy. Yeah. He, uh, they were both in The Longest Yard, which mm-hmm. was directed uh, by the same guy who did Get Smart. So I, oh, think that, oh. I think that he liked those actors and put well, them in these smaller it roles. It makes sense because in that one scene when they're doing the security council thing, yeah. Um, the guy that's the general that's talking about the you don't want to eat the jello with the bones in it. Yeah, because it's crunchy. Yeah, he's in a lot of those like Adam Sandler movies also. He plays, I yeah. think, one of the he plays the crazy coach in The Water Boy. That guy. Really? Yes. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the rival Fran? coach, right? Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's the 
the, the farmer, farmer Fran one. It's not yeah, the, guy, the oh. guy who grabs his nipples, like the guy in the overalls. Yeah, yeah, don't that do guy. that again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were there any other Adam Sandler connections in this one? Um, I don't think so. I mean, well, Terry Crews is also in. Yeah. He's also in the longest. Oh yeah. Year. Oh yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was great in Longest Yard. He was hilarious. And you know who else? You know who else is great in another movie? Um, is Rodney Dangerfield in Back to School? <laughs> oh yeah. And do you know Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield? Nope. Oh, Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, if you, if you yeah, if you don't know the film uh, Back to School, because we've never mentioned it before. This is a great '80s uh, film with, uh, think with about, Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, think about the Goofy movie when the Goofy Goofy movie two when, when when the Goofy goes back <laughs> to sc- or goes to school with his son Max. It's kind of like that, but like 1980s. Robert Downey Jr. is in it before like like all the big actors. Yeah, you haven't heard of it. Got no. like their teeth yeah. Well, like, is, it, is, it, done. is it like Billy Madison kind of? Kind of reverse. No, but, yeah, Stefan, but the dad goes to school with the son. Yeah, Stefan thought that too, but no, it's it's that's similar idea to, of someone going back to, to school. Yeah. yeah, listeners, if you've never heard of Back to School, then we Augie and I highly recommend it. We strongly urge you to go to the nearest place where videotapes are sold or rented and buy it. <laughs> Have you ever seen the SNL skit? Uh, no, I don't think so. It's uh, Will Ferrell playing James Lipton inside the actor's studio. Oh, and he's I talking do, yeah. to I believe it's Alec Baldwin who's playing. Some floofy guy with glasses from like some movie Cannonball Run Three, which I think is a shit movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know it. And he's like, if you've ever seen it, go now to the nearest video store, and and basically do the whole quote. But he's like so like got this weird look on his face and buy it. It's really unusual. Sounds, it's sounds very I used to like quote, Will Ferrell. It's something I used to quote a lot when I was a kid. Yeah, no, Will Ferrell is great in those. We SNL love Will skits, Ferrell. Yeah. Yeah. We love him. Love him. Aaron, I have to ask you a question now. So there were two scenes that I I laughed at because only because of <laughs> the, well, count, no. count them two. It, no, no, two. no. It I doesn't laughed. count though because you were restraining yourself <laughs> from laughing. No, no. I saw you with your face. I fist laughed in your more mouth. than two times the whole movie, but there was two times where I laughed because of Aaron. So the first <laughs> time was the uh, towards the beginning of the movie when they're in that debriefing meeting and they start talking about muffins and carbs. <laughs> <laughs> and did I, that scene offend you? Yeah, I, I feel attacked, not from the scene, but the fact that you have to bring it up on the <laughs> podcast. What, that you're on the Atkins diet? No, I... Okay, okay. Kind of. <laughs> it's I the keto diet, right? Yeah, it's the, the keto. kerosene it's diet? Keto, keto diet. Yeah, kerosene paleo, is close. Right? Oh. It's, like, it's like paleo. Crisco diet. <laughs> yes, I eat anything that is low in carb, high in fat. Um, muffins are pretty high in carbs, and so I tend to stay away from that. I thought that scene was the end of it, and then later in the movie, <laughs> Anne Hathaway is buttering up yeah, and she's another like, muffin. Nice. She's like, car- car- carbs, carbs don't really affect me. Yeah. Did that offend she, you yeah, also, she's like She's like, not afraid of carbs. Yeah, it did It did offend me a little bit. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, I'm gently placing my right hand on uh, the nape of Aaron's neck to soothe him. <laughs> no, that's not soothing. It's almost like uncomfortable. <laughs> Um, I, I can see your eyes. Aaron's <laughs> eyes are just scared right now. Of yeah, Augie. I was I was kind of afraid there for a second. <laughs> we start talking about my diet, and then I start getting caressed while still having to think about my diet. Hey, what do you guys? Things that might make me uncomfortable. What do you guys think of uh, the cone of silence <laughs> scene? I thought that was pretty. funny. I thought it was hilarious. I think it's funny. I don't understand what the purpose of the the cone of silence when it's properly functioning. So I be. think they're supposed to be able to hear each other. 
Oh, it's, I think it's okay. supposed to be like kind of like us with the headphones on. Yeah, I think interesting. You can't hear it on the outside of it, but you can only hear it on the inside. Yeah, I so liked like when David Cockner's character was like losing his mind though, and I I liked when Steve Carell's head <laughs> was started to get speaking, bigger. Uh, speaking of Steve Carell's head, and when he was like <laughs> yelling there, I think Steve Carell is. This is one of the things I wrote down. I think he is the undisputed master of the yell, laugh, scream combo. Oh, think about I see. all the okay. scenes in the office. Think about like Bruce Almighty, Get Smart. When he's like being goofy and he's yeah. like, ah! <laughs> you know, he's he, like, he's really good. I think, he I think it, that's a really good. He point. does it really, really well. Yeah. And it's like, like sometimes you don't know if he's laughing. Sometimes you don't know if he's like in terror. But like when he's falling out of the plane. <laughs> yeah, when he's falling out of the plane, like, it's, it's hysterical. Like, that's like his like comedy. Yeah, and then yeah. also comedy at the special. end of the movie when he's hanging on to the. Uh, that joke is pretty funny too with the with the suicide, the suicide hotline, hotline and he's holding on to it. <laughs> <laughs> NSFW folks. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny, but he um he was like one hundred. He was yelling and, do it. and yeah. Agent Ninety Nine looks back and she hears him and she just like you know kind of shakes her head. Also, when Agent Ninety Nine is trying to get his pocket knife out of his pocket and he's, he's like, like laughing <laughs> like that, like hearty like Steve Carell laugh, like just gives me like joy. Yeah, it's like he's the best at it. I think that brings us. Nicely into our next segment, the the suspension of disbelief award. Augie has a long. Can name I read again. the long name? Because I brought. The did you bring notepad. it? I okay, did. read it and then and we'll and we'll take a little break just for a sec and then we'll get back. Okay. And now presented by an impossible shot to the lead pipe with a piece of soft concrete from Andy Dufay, Andy Dufresne, the a reasonable person knows something that calls your common sense into question but you remember it's just a movie and the whole premise is probably wacky anyway, Suspension of Disbelief Award. What a long name there. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was kind of a long... I was kind of just sitting there, I was like, does it end? We, we <laughs> synthesized this when we were um, originally coming up with ideas for the podcast and we were like, you know what? You know that's... that. Have you, so you've seen Shawshank Redemption, right? Yeah. We're going to give a, this is a spoiler alert, so if you have not seen Shawshank Redemption, skip forward like five minutes, because I don't know how long yeah. it'll take me to explain this. <laughs> I'd say like uh, two minutes. <laughs> um, so that scene when Andy Dufresne is trying to break out of Shawshank Prison, and he's sitting on the lead pipe after he, you know, repels down from his room, and he's hitting the lead pipe, or the concrete pipe, whatever the hell mm-hmm. it is, with the slab of concrete so he can make a hole in it. And he hits it like three times, and then he crawls through the pipe, and it's this giant gaping hole. But yes, but I think the the suspension of disbelief also comes in that the night had a perfect uh, gap in when the thunder was going to strike, because that's, that's why he hit also. it. That's so true. he was kind of waiting for it. And yeah, and you're right though. When he when he um, when he hits it, the shit comes out the top. It like fl- it like flies out. But then when he gets in, there's like there's like a foot of space yeah. in between. So I, how would it have gone way up there? Yeah, it wasn't if, that pressurized. But yeah. obviously, it all emptied, of course. Well, no. But quotes <laughs> the quote that that Red says. He he, he crawled crawled through, through five hundred yards of shit. Yeah, and came out clean. Came out clean. Yeah. Andy Dufresne. Andy Dufresne. <laughs> I love that. All right, now I, so we're done with the, our Shawshank spoiler. Yes. Okay, that's the end of it. So basically, this uh, this comes in. Uh, it's a scene in the movie that is a little more dic- ridiculous than the rest of the film. And uh, last week, w- there, I had a one for uh, Caddyshack. I don't know. I don't think Augie or Steph did. Because the whole recall. movie was pretty ridiculous. But my award this week is when 
uh, he's in the bathroom, the lavatory of uh, the plane. Yeah. And instead of just doing, his hands are zip tied, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of just doing the trick that we talked about where you can just hit your zip, the zip tie against your knee and get it out, he pulls out that pocket knife Ugh. that you but, just mentioned. But notice you say pocket knife. And he didn't use the knife. Yeah, on and it. he didn't use the knife. Well, to, be, to clarify, it was a Swiss Army knife. Okay, Swiss which Army knife, which yes. has multiple functions. Well, see, okay, I I know the joke. I know the joke is that he could have just used a knife to get out of there. But the way that it, there's a crossbow on this little thing, <laughs> that's so ridiculous. With like sixty meters of like spider nano silk. Yeah, and he and he, and he shot so many. Like how? Where did he get all those little? Yeah, from needles? the from the. And he yeah. hits himself multiple times, but you never see any blood. No, he just pulls it out. It's like acupuncture. That's for reminding. It, it looks like, very painful. Just goes in a His couple, cheek couple was layers of skin. Stretching out, yeah. <clears throat> but that, that I mean, I, it kind of drives the plot forward, which I'll I'll give it some some points for that. A little, little shot in the bucket right there for that. Because um, then you cause, do get to see him use his gadget. Yeah, it, cool. and it leads right into the skydiving scene. And yeah, you mm-hmm. see the sky, But I just think a crossbow. <laughs> I know it's, it's a joke, but I just was like, practical. come on, <laughs> come on. Yeah, it was. That but I think would, that's, that's also that, that's also kind of the point because it's like I mean the whole the whole the name of the movie is Get Smart and he like kind of like does these like kind of dumbest yeah, things. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but his name Maxwell. is also Maxwell Smart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and obviously like that's where like the movie it's a, title. It's a double innuendo. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it an innuendo or just entendre? Entendre. <laughs> it's a it's a double play on words. Does it, doesn't entendre insinuate like something sexual though? I thought that was innuendo. I thought that was innuendo also. Is it? It's like sexual oh. innuendo. All right, when do we get an English expert? Yes, we need an English expert. <laughs> when, we, when we get yeah. them on for a future episode, we'll go back to this. Yes. <laughs> figure out that. We can't Now hiring. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have a, is there any scenes? I don't know if you guys saw one beforehand, but if, if there's anything that comes to mind right now that was like, ah, oh, that kind of took me out of the movie. Is there anything? Um, I think that the scene with uh, the, in the, after they blow up the cake shop, and they're on the roof. Um, the big Easter Island head-looking guy. They put a, a lead. They put like a lead pipe like through like the door, and then he comes and smashes <laughs> the door <laughs> yeah, down yeah. from the top. Yeah. And then he pushes the lead pipe out, and then he picks up and throws the door. I don't have a problem with him throwing the door because he's strong, and that's been established. Mm. Um, but for him to be able to bend a door like that out of the hinges. Impossible. Yeah, no. It doesn't matter how big he is. I mean, no. I know that guy in real life is. And it looks feet and it something. and it looks like he only hits it like twice, to knock it out of all the hinges, and then to be able to knock it out of the frame, in which it doesn't even open that direction. I, <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs> I has nothing. My, to say. A cat has nothing my more to say. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that that kind of that that leads us into a good topic about this movie and how it's kind of like a parody. I know we I know yeah. we mentioned mm-hmm. that before, but this this film uses a lot of tropes from other spy movies. I noticed that too. And it, it kind of yeah. does them well. It I respect I respect the effort. Like it has the, the multiple doors, the the music like the dun, dun, Yeah, it sounds very yeah. James Bond esque. Like almost Pink Panther kind yeah, of Yeah, Pink Panther. It's got the classic spy movie elements. Um like Razor sharp lasers that like are gonna slice off your yeah. body parts in some treasure room. A villain that has a bomb. Yeah, a villain that has a bomb that's that gonna wants, explode. That wants the U.S. government to send them two hundred billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> like, where would you go with that money? <laughs> you can't know. hide. Um, nuclear weapons. Gadgets. Yeah, lots of gadgets. Double agents. Yeah, double agents. Triple love agents. interests. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I noticed a couple like Austin 
or what I thought were Austin Power references. Um, when he's in that restaurant, um, the diner in Minsk, Ping, he makes that joke. Yeah, yeah in Smolens. And he's like standing in the urinal and he's like peeing and he like stops peeing like multiple <laughs> to, times. To listen to but the guys. he's like going for like a really long time. Kinda like that scene in is Gold Member. Star- is it Gold Member? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When he, he's eating asp- asparagus. asparagus. Yeah, and he's, and he's like peeing in the, in, the in the fountain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then also um, the scene when he's detained in the inner sanctum of the entire operation. <laughs> <laughs> when he's trapped in there um, and he's trying to lift up uh, the fat guy to put his eye up to the, the eye sensor. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like grabbing him from behind. It looks like he's going to town on him from behind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and who, then the guy who is it walks that walked by? by? I don't was know, it Terry Crews? No. No, no, it was just no, no, some no, other guard. Yeah, it was just a guard. Okay, it was but he kind of looks at him and kind of reminds me of this. They do that you know, funny thing in, I think, all the Austin Power movies. Yeah, yeah I, I, like thought, behind, I thought like, it was, like, really funny because he, he, like, walks by and he's, like, and then, then he, like, comes back, back and, and he's, like, he, like, smiles. There's a lot of visual gags. I like that. It's not all just dialogue jokes. This movie, yeah, it wouldn't be, it probably wouldn't earn as many laughs from something that was visually impaired. I hate to say it. That's a great way to put it, I guess. (laughs) I hate to say it, but there's some things only us, only those with eyes can enjoy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's that's true. (laughs) I think that's that's life. (laughs) Um, Okay, so... Oh, you know what? Something else that was suspension of disbelief for me. Um, We don't know how how much, or how long Anne Hathaway's Agent 99 was running at the beginning of the movie when she runs into Steve Carell, sitting outside the pet store. Okay, yeah. But she... Talks about like clogging a four minute fifty second mile, and we don't yeah. know how long she was running for. She was not like even sweating. She wasn't hadn't even lost her breath. I call bullshit on that. I do too. And he said that he had a five minute fifteen seconds. Yeah, mile. What's, what? And she said that was quick, slow. Real fast, what the world record is for the fastest mile? Probably something like. F- you know what? Let's all guess. I'm thinking like four minutes and like 20 seconds. I'm th- Oh, nice, Aaron. Good choice. Oh, I actually didn't <laughs> think about that. I'm thinking um, I already looked. four I minutes, guess. 40 seconds. Okay, so I, I was going to guess over four, but I looked at it. Holy smokes. Three smoke. minutes wow, and fast. 43 seconds. I think I run a mile probably three and a half times that fast <laughs> or that slow. Dude, yeah. I, don't, I don't think I could walk 100 meters that fast. No. I think for. Um, no, you could. Yeah. <laughs> well, the average person, not you, <laughs> I think for me, um, suspension of disbelief, I think, like, this is, like, a very obvious one, like, the whole, like, plane scene, but specifically the part where the rock takes the seatbelt, wraps it around the um, the turn signal indicator and around the steering wheel, and that, and that turns on the cruise control, and that's how, and it, that's and how it stays straight, going straight, perfectly straight. Time. But part of part of that scene, though, the tr- the I think it's Cadillac or something like that, Gets like um, on the stuck train tracks. on the train tracks and the tires get blown out. No, no, no. I'm talking about when they're still on the highway. Yeah, yeah. Like because yeah. that's when he does it, and then it miraculously like stays straight. Lan- la- launches time. off of the yeah. launches off, lands, lands on the, the tracks, still goes straight. And also, like if you look at a wheel, it's not that um, wide like, in the. I don't know. It, what it doesn't. The it doesn't have the figure. Is, it doesn't have the figure to like actually land on like a railroad track like that. Like it's probably too shallow. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah. But here I am getting too. T- too technical again. Yeah, we don't want to go there again. <laughs> okay, so our next segment here, it's a doozy. Also a, conti- a continuity error that I noticed. Oh, really? Um, that could go into suspension disbelief. Uh, when Steve Carell hits the eject button with the crossbow, he immediately falls out of the plane. But and later, then Anne Hathaway, but yes, later I, I noticed this too. She has his, or he has the Swiss Army knife, and then she has it. 
how did he get that when he fell out of the plane so quickly? Because he was like fumbling around with it. And, stuff. and he also starts yelling because it's in yeah. his mouth. Yeah. And yeah. then he starts yelling. So he he either let it go or all, all these also, reasons make me just not want to watch this movie ever again. No, it, you should <laughs> no, really no. watch it. It's it's an enjoyable <laughs> flick, folks. What yeah, were you about? Who, who yeah, was about Aaron, you had something? You oh, no. Well, there was like a, set, a second continuity thing on there because like um, when when it hits the eject button, like it says indoor and outdoor, like for the pressure, like the, the stuff in the room changes as opposed to like the 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 bottom of the room, the floor. Wow. Yeah. Uh, instead the of the floor of the just room. falling out. <laughs> The opposite of the ceiling. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> arguably, it's not a floor because you're in the air. No, it's the floor of the plane, like though. Maybe. Yeah. This is why we brought on a science expert. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> have these sorts of questions answered. All right, our next segment here is <laughs> where were we when this movie premiered? We can actually answer this one this time. So this movie came out... June 20th, 2008. We were live. We can talk about it. So last yeah. week, we had this segment. Unfortunately, we couldn't talk about Caddyshack because we were not alive yet. Mm-hmm. But this week, though, June 20th, 2008, where were we? Augie, you want to go first? Um, well, I would. I think I was on probably summer vacation. What was that, 11 years ago? Yeah. Yeah, so what, what grade were we in, man? We were going into... We were going into sixth grade, sixth I think. Grade. Was yeah. it sixth grade? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I was going into sixth Middle grade school. this summer... Um, yeah, I guess that's, I was, I was at the movie theater, probably playing at the pool. Um, well, you said you saw this in theaters, right? I did see it in theaters. I don't know if I saw it like opening weekend, but I know that I saw it in theaters. Okay. So around that time. I can tell you the movie theater I most likely saw it at. What was it? It, uh, let me get, uh, I was going to guess. It was AMC. AMC, Yeah. That's what we have at home. Um, and it was an AMC on 20 Mile, um, in Parker. Oh, so. okay, so if you want to find Augie. It's a decent movie theater. It's like, it's kind of a smaller one. And they don't have like the reclining seats. Oh, they do now. That's what I love about movie theaters. I, I think yeah, like I having less seats. seats, but having seats that can recline is yeah. so much nicer. I, Being I think able that's... to reserve your seats too. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's big. Yeah, you that's going to be big for Endgame. You know what's not a huge allure to me is being able to order like food from your seat. Yeah. No, like, I don't like I, it. Yeah, I've, 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 I've never done it. Popcorn, I've never done it, but like I know that I don't need to. Have you been to a theater though that's no. like that? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So you have. But but have I don't. I don't. I don't feel like I would have the need for it because like we love going to movies and like I'm not. I'm not missing. I feel like I'm not missing out on anything. Yeah, I don't go to the movies and be like, boy, this experience is really something. But you know what I could go for is like a, a nice st- T-bone steak. Yeah, it's like steak potatoes, no, broccoli. Yeah, Popcorn's per- a popcorn perfect. is perfect. Yeah, yeah. I can eat a large popcorn and a half like by myself. I love movie popcorn mm-hmm. oh, as a matter of so fact good. right before spring break um, I was going to go see a movie um, that was at the loft like one night but I was I was on like the last couple days of my spring break diet and I was like oh. uh, I was like even though I really want to go see this movie you're going to get I popcorn. can't go to the movies without eating popcorn it's like oh so you have to you I always ha- order I have to have popcorn yeah so I didn't I didn't end up going to the movie Oh, okay. That's <laughs> that, that, you're showing it? some real re- yeah. restraint there. Yeah, that yeah. is. What was it the is. last movie you guys saw in theaters? Oh, uh, well, you were... I went to the movies last night. Yeah. Well, so what do you see? Uh, I saw that movie Five Feet Apart. <laughs> okay, could you, could you uh, give us a quick little rundown, Augie, on that? Is it worth seeing? Uh, are you, uh, are you um, a fan of romantic movies? I, I like them. I don't, I don't see them often, but I like them did sometimes. You see, did you see A Fault in Our Stars? No, okay. I didn't. Um... I would say if you like romantic movies, um, a, like 
melodrama romantic movies about teenagers. I would say this is for you. Yeah, that's See, it. for me, romantic movies, like, it's if it's entirely, like, a suspension of disbelief. Like, the whole premise is based off of that. You know, that. that's what I was yeah. talking about with Annie last night, was that romantic movies and the characters in them exist in a vacuum. Yes. Because yes, they're, it's like, so unrealistic. cheesy and, like, so nerdy. It's, like, when people say that kind of stuff in real life... It's like, wow, this person is psychotic. Yeah, like, there was a scene in the movie last night where this girl is... who eventually becomes... Cole Sprouse's love interest, um, she's like, uh, you need to like take your meds, blah, 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 because they are both being treated for cystic fibrosis in some hospital that um, is in an undisclosed location. And um, he's like, what do I do like if like you if I take my meds, or what do you give me if I take my meds? And she's like, I don't know. He's like, can I draw you? And I'm like, yo, if someone That's said... That's like a red flag. I'm like, if someone flag. said that to me, like trying to flirt with me, like, can I draw you? I'd be like, Hell no, you can't. Like, it's like, no. No. First off, this, it'll probably suck. This Second is off. copyright right here. <laughs> That's so, a weird scene. I, yeah. I, I, if you're into romantic movies like that, I would recommend it. If not, I would say save your money, go see something else. Yeah, so, Aaron, I think we probably saw the last um, mm. No? No, saw I, I, saw one, I saw one recently with Augie. Oh, um, what did you see last in theaters? We saw uh, Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah, okay. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, that's yeah. the last movie I saw on theaters. Oh, I thought you meant, yeah. like, we I, saw it together. I was like, no, dude. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I was seeing the movie that we both saw last. Yeah. Not together, but, yeah. I yeah, enjoyed I, that. I will be curious to see if, um, at some point during the lifespan of the show, if we end up doing a Marvel movie. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll uh, see. There's so many of them, and yeah. they're they're yeah. great because they're funny. They have action. They're a little more serious than a movie like Get Smart because Get Smart, I think, is more of a comedy than it is yeah. action yeah. in a spy movie. I feel movie. like once you get to, I feel like once you hit like a Denzel movie, I think you'll probably more li- be more likely to have a Marvel movie. Wait, Den- why Denzel? Or not Denzel, sorry, Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, what? Well, once, once you get like a Samuel L. Jackson he, movie. He would be or good in a if we movie. end up hitting a Marvel movie, we have Robert Downey Jr., it could mean that we end up doing Back to School. Oh, my gosh. Or you could do Tropic Thunder. Oh, that is but, that yeah. would be a good one to talk about. Okay, so um, on to the next segment. Uh, it's a movie uh, that an actor is in. Uh, last week, we talked about Back to School. This week, uh, I thought that we'd talk about the other guys. Oh, yeah. Ah, good one. So, we, I think we've all seen that, right? Yes. Do you know what? Do you know which yeah, actor I'm, uh, I'm thinking of that's in... Uh, I, I do. Both Get Smart and the other guys? I'm trying to think. Augie, do you want to take it away from him? Yeah, I'll I'll do that thing that you like, Aaron, where we, we do like an obscure quote. Are you going to do that thing I like? Hey, who? Hands <laughs> off. Yeah, don't touch him like um, that. I'll, I, will, um, I will give you an obscure quote from this character, and hopefully then you can guess it. Okay. Aim for the bushes. Oh, so it's it's The Rock. Okay. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Good job. The other guys. So I, I don't know I don't know if we'll ever talk about this movie in another episode, but I just thought we we should highlight it. Um, the Rock is I think that's the funniest part of the movie that The Rock is in uh, in that beginning with him and Samuel L. Jackson as you mentioned, mm-hmm. the aim for the bushes and it's kind hey, of a we similar do role. It without you without you guys in the office. That's all my, the that's sex my with women <laughs> we, we don't, don't want to have. have. <laughs> I love that part. Yeah, that that movie that movie is really quotable, just like Caddyshack. It is, yeah. Um, it's really funny. Oh, it is. I, I am I'm hesitating to like quote it right now. I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm holding myself back. I'm, I'm gripping <laughs> my my thigh to make sure I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that one is it's kind of similar tone to Get Smart as well. There's there's some action. It's like it's like it's about like yeah. a law enforcement kind of thing, mm-hmm. like cops and other guys and I think the CIA difference I think the difference is it's um like th- I think the dynamic between like Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg is like the highlight as opposed to like in it's sillier. Get Smart. Yes. It's yeah. sillier. Yeah. In Get Smart is just Steve Carell. Yeah, I um, think it's more about the yeah, chemistry. It doesn't have very many funny lines at no. all. No. But yeah. and it's very it's very dry comedy as well. Yeah, I think it's more about the chemistry between Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. Yeah. Will, uh, yeah. Wait, that's how you say it, right? Mark Wahlberg and no, Will Ferrell. Phil Ware. Yeah, I was thinking like St- Steve Carroll. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, <laughs> I, that, used to, that used to trip me up too. Will Ferrell. Yeah, yeah, Will Ferrell. Yeah, exactly. How many movies are Steve Carell and Will Ferrell in together besides the Anchorman's? Um, I don't know if there's any others. I mean, they're part of that frat pack crew. But yeah. I think Steve Carell is more of like a fringe member of that, though. Oh, but I Steve think Carell, he's part of it. I think that he was because forty-year-old version is definitely part of that. But but Will Ferrell wasn't in that though. Yeah, he's that not was in just that. Steve Carell and Paul Rudd. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't know then. I don't know if there. I don't think there's any any other movies besides Anchorman. Do you remember the scene in Get Smart when um, Steve Carell accidentally sucks in the blow dart through his Swiss Army knife? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he passes out from the venom of the visions of death lizard. No, it was the zapato, the zapatos de los muertos, the shoes of death. Oh, it was the shoes of death. I yes. thought he said visions. Okay. So. Uh, but anyways, he wakes up and he's in his tuxedo for this party. Anne Hathaway is getting um, this glimmery dress on, um, and he says, "How do I get dressed?" And she says, "Oh, I I dressed you." How would you guys feel about someone dressing you while you were unconscious? It's like that commercial where... Um, the paper towel shirt? No, not the paper towel <laughs> No, shirt. stop bringing up the paper towel <laughs> shirt. It's a great it's idea. Not, no, it's not. So there's this, like, commercial. I think it's like a it's like a Dove soap commercial where, like, the there's this, like, couple, and they're, like, making out or whatever, and they start putting each other's clothes on. That's interesting. Yeah, it was I weird. don't think I've that seen sounds that like that a foreign one. commercial. That sounds no, like no, one no, of those no, late-night commercials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, you fall, when you fall asleep and, like, you... You kind of like wake up in the TV salon. It's like, oh, oh that's we such get a here? weird feeling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I don't. You can't find the remote. I would say, unless I was like sick and I was like so sick I couldn't like change myself, then I would not want someone to like do that. I don't think I, I feel would like it would be very difficult to change like a fully grown person. Like, I feel like because children, could... children, yes, that's that's easily something you could do. It's yeah, like you could dress a child. Uh, yeah, it happens. Like it happens all the time. I think I could easily dress a person like. In like street clothes, but putting a tuxedo on yes. someone—that's that's a good. Dude, that's especially a good if it's tight, like yeah. when you wear if some like nice fitting fit pants. Well, it wasn't oh, yeah. tight. He was wearing boxers. Which brings me to but, my next yeah, question: okay. Are you guys boxer or brief guys? Briefs, like full-on briefs or boxer briefs. What's the distinction between the two? I'm so briefs, don't. briefs resemble more like a like a, a speedo. traditional. Yeah, yeah, a speedo. Oh, then I would say boxer. Boxer briefs. briefs have kind yeah. of the legs, and then boxers are, as Steve Carell describes them, freebird. Okay. I wear both. Oh, so you go yeah. back and forth between yeah, briefs yeah. and yeah. boxers. I'm wearing boxer briefs right now. Does it depend you do on also, what... also, like, your, your teal boxers are boxers, for okay, sure. Okay, let's not bring up my teal boxers. Does it no, depend I would, on no, what your... New segment, we're talking about Logan's no, teal boxers. No, I'm not adding music to this part. <laughs> <laughs> Does it depend on what you're wearing during the day for you to decide whether you're wearing boxers yeah, or think, briefs, or I is think, it a habit uh, of... 
just like whatever. It's a little random, but I think I think with a suit, I think boxer briefs are a mm-hmm. lot are a lot better uh, than than boxers. I think it, or I think it depends on like what I'm doing that day. Like if I'm not leaving the house, I'll wear boxers. But that's about it. Okay. All right. So any other uh, last thoughts on get smart? I know we talked about a lot of different things, but any Aaron, do you have any uh, final thoughts on get smart? Um. I don't know. I really, I really like the scene. Not like real thoughts, but I'll just talk about one of the scenes that I like, where um, Alan Arkin is uh, like trying to explain like what the issue is with the president, and the president's like, I don't know about anything about like nuclear nuclear bombs, and then Alan Arkin just he he corrects him. He's like, nuclear. I just think that part's really funny. Yeah. It's just I, very was, specific. Was that a reference to, to Maxwell Smart saying, uh, like, when he was, like, repeating things when he couldn't hear? Was that a reference to no, that? No, no, because he says nu- nuclear as opposed to nuclear. Oh, so it was a semantic I, thing. Yeah, it was a semantic thing. But wait, I also wait, think wait. I think the reference, what, what were you going to ask? Nuclear as opposed to nuclear? No, nucle- nuclear as opposed to nuclear. Yeah. Nuclear. So the president said it incorrectly. So nuclear would not necessarily be the correct pronunciation of it. And like I think nuclear. I think I think one of the reasons they did that is like I think the president also kind of resembles uh Bush. Oh yeah, that's why they had I this scene why... with the with the book, him reading to the kids. Yeah. That that well, I kid think... goes actually I think you'd be a You'd be terrible. And teacher. then, like the, the yeah. Secret Service guy moves the kid over. Yeah. That but guy, that that guy who's the Secret Service guy, the main Secret Service guy, um, is also in Forty Year Old Virgin with Steve Carell. Oh really? Yeah, he in the there's the one scene when they're in the Planned Parenthood office and he's what talking his, about his yeah, yeah his oh, his son okay. is like, um, you know, having like a lot of sex and the dad is like, yeah, hell yeah, dude and. That guy's in that scene also. Oh, okay. I believe he was also in Dinner for Schmucks, another Steve Carell flick. That is, yeah. That is I like when one. actors kind of pal around with other actors. Like oh, yeah, I think Steve Carell and Paul yeah. Rudd. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Directors will, will stick to actors that they like to work with. How many time. years until you think we get Steve Carell in a Marvel movie with, with Paul Rudd? I don't, I don't think that'll happen. Yeah, don't I don't foresee I don't it happening. Well, I think, I think we have a to come back more, more to the, like, dr- like the dramatic kind of like thing that we talked about earlier, like how his... How his like repertoire of movies has kind of changed a little bit. Yeah, he's um, kind of. Did, I, did I say this already? How I kind of see the same thing with like Ben Stiller. It's like the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. That's like, like cause you been have... his only one though, right? Mm. I see it more with Jim Carrey. Yeah, Jim Carrey's definitely yeah. done more of like the the serious yeah, roles. He's, he's yeah, he's he's become a little bit more. He's in some great lately. films. Yeah. yeah, he is. I love I love yeah. Jim Carrey. Yeah, I would love to do. Jim Hopefully, we will get a point too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, would, I would love to do that. Right, Augie, do you have any other final thoughts on Get Smart? Um, I guess the last thing I have to say is Rip Sky Mall. When Anne oh, Hathaway yes. is on the airplane, she's reading a Sky Mall magazine. Some of my fondest memories from plane rides between, I guess, 2008 when this movie came out and, <laughs> and you know, years yeah. earlier, were reading the Sky Mall magazine, sitting next to my dad on the plane and nudging him in like, in like, you know, under the ribs, like any time I saw, I just did it to Aaron. That's why he made that, <laughs> yeah, that, that was audible <laughs> sound of, dis- of disgust. Uh, but I would like nudge him like every single time, like I would see something in there that I thought was like cool, and it's also like ridiculously priced. Um, oh yeah, but there's but some, I love yeah, reading it though. Yeah. It was like it was like oh maybe I'll book a flight just to go read Sky Mall or something. Yeah, like I think that, I think know? that's interesting that you mentioned that because I noticed that she was reading Sky Mall. Also. Yeah, that's funny. That when you did they go out of business? It was like the last couple years, wasn't it? Yeah, it was recent, yeah. Because no Rest one buys anything, peace. that's fine. Yeah, I know. Okay, so that that does, that just does that about, about wraps that it up, That about wraps folks. it up, yeah, I can't, I can't say it. 
That's all, folks. Yeah, after a whole hour of talking, and I thought I could say it, but yeah, you know. we were really letting those gums fly. Right? Yeah. So, uh, Aaron, what we like to do at the at the last thing of the show um, is rate the movie before we talk about what's coming next. Um, so this film, I think I would give it uh, seven uh, great Kali's uh, throwing a drier thing onto uh, so a car that someone was going to drive. That's what I would give this movie. Okay. I think I would give this movie um, 65 Agent 66s. Yeah, okay. I like that, Raiden. Aaron, um, how about you? I think I'd probably give it uh, 37 staples to the forehead. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think once again, we're all pretty... I think we're all yeah. right in the same boat. Even though I don't like this film as much as you guys, <coughs> I think we're all right in the same boat with those ratings. Okay, so thanks again uh, for uh, listening to another episode. Aaron, thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. No, well, well no. We <laughs> and thank you, thank you for, for listening watching. to... No, <laughs> we're listening. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, listening. All right, let's try that again. <laughs> thank you for listening to We Start With Movies. See you guys Good. next Bye. week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we'll have another movie and a new guest next week. Thanks again for listening to this one. As always, my name is Logan. And my name is Augie. And this is We, we Start, Start With, with movies. movies. That was good. That Thanks. Was good. <laughs> All right. <laughs>